You are listening to the Living Legacy Podcast. This weekly podcast inspires you to step outside of your comfort zone. My name is Zakir Muhammad, and I'm your host of the Living Legacy Podcast. I am a cancer survivor, brand cultivator, strategist, author, and world traveler. This Living Legacy Podcast features women of purpose sharing stories of resilience. They are single and married. They are artists and entrepreneurs who run businesses and juggle parenthood. If you are ready to hear interviews about professionalism, entrepreneurship, travel, life, and love, you are in the right place. They will share stories of how they overcame adversity while seeing life through a different lens. Let's get into it. This episode is sponsored by my new book called Seeing Life Through a Different Lens, a survivor's memoir on overcoming adversity with resilience. You can visit ZakiraNayar.com. Happy New Year! Are you ready for tips on how you can step outside of your comfort zone and into your zone of genius? Well, have no fear, the sea life through a different summit is here. This is a two-day virtual summit with over 10 women speakers on topics such as book publishing, mental health, finance, podcasting, entrepreneurship, and much more. This life-changing event inspires women like you to grow to be the best version of yourself in your personal life and in your career. Shift your mindset into a greater sense of abundance, gratitude, all while seeing life more positively. Enjoy this summit right from the comfort of your home, March 2nd through 4th. There will be unlimited replays, panels, breakout sessions, and workshops, as well as a virtual expo. Sign up now to get early bird ticket and a special gift of a supplemental journal. Visit bit.ly forward slash see life different. That's B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash see life different. Angela Thomas Smith is the queen of collaborations. Born in Anderson, South Carolina, she became a first-time author in 2016 and has since co-authored 15-plus books. Her purpose includes helping authors to feel empowered, encouraged, and to gain education on the book publishing process. Angela Thomas-Smith is the founder of AAAZ, African-American Author Literacy Awareness Campaign, formed in 2018. She is a domestic violence survivor. Her journey to bring awareness to authors of color internationally with in-person and virtual events had led her to become a radio show host and to create the Aspiring Authors magazine, where authors collaborate, build their brand, and are interviewed about their life story of overcoming adversity. So welcome to the Living Legacy podcast, Angela. How are you doing? I'm great. How are you today? I'm good. Thank you so much for being a guest. You know, I think we need more women, um, especially minority women, women of color, who just genuinely support other authors. So tell us why uh, you decided to do that. Is that what you feel is your legacy? I created my organization because I was working with kids and I, I felt like brown authors wouldn't be represented well enough. So I wanted to create a platform where we could come together, we could network, we could build on each other, we could help encourage, inspire, and educate each other. Because not all of us, when we step out in this, know what we're doing. And I can only speak for me. I did not know what I was doing. Um, I didn't have anybody to take me by the hand and was willing to show me anything. So everything that I have built, um, I pretty much built on my own just from 
like you was doing researching and <laughs> just finding out, you know, what may work. And then it's still all tri trial and error. Um, but my desire is to just educate, empower, and encourage people to walk in their purpose and to let people know that they do have a purpose. Yeah, definitely. A purpose is anything that you feel that would people would remember you when you move on, but also that fulfills you, especially during these tough times, right? So what is your favorite part about this whole journey of helping others to uh, find their own journey? So when I get a phone call or I get a message or I see somebody post posting something saying that um, this wouldn't be possible um, if they had not come in contact with me I have a friend and she's also an author. Um, she actually do children books and her book um, is over in Africa. And the fact that someone in New York um, from Africa recognized her, I think it was um, Lagos. Well, Nigeria, Nigeria, um, Nigeria, yes, Nigeria, they recognized her and that made me feel really I mean, it made me feel good because of the fact that if we had not had that opportunity to be featured and to be in Africa, you know, none of that would have been possible. So it made me happy. It, it, it makes, it gives me joy. It gives me, when I wake up in the morning and I can help somebody do something um, along the literary um, journey, um, I've done my thing and I'm happy. Like I published a book for six, um, Nigerian poets, um, they wanted to publish a book, so I helped them publish their book. And the joy um, and the gratitude that they had, I mean, it just, it just made me feel good to be able to do something to help somebody else um, fulfill their dreams. Because Aspiring Authors Magazine, if it was not for my editor, that would not be reality. I thank God for individuals wanting to collaborate and partner because my editor, she lives in Lesto, Africa. If she had not come on board, um, Aspiring um, Aspire Authors Magazine would not even be in existence. And she's helping me fulfill my dream. When we come together and we work together as a team and work together as that village, we can make a lot of things happen for a lot of people. And that's just my desire. I just want to see people thriving and working together and reaching back down and helping somebody else come up and it not be about competition. It not be about worrying about what the next person is doing, but us coming together and encouraging each other and empowering each other. I think that's what we need in this world right now. You know, we need to show a little more love. We need to show a little more kindness. You know, I asked the question last week, what if? You know, and that thing has still been ringing in my mind since last week. What if I had not survived that suicide attempt? I wouldn't be right here. What if I'd given up in 2014 when I was shot point blank range with a shotgun? What if I just said I didn't want to live anymore? You know, just imagine all of the lives that I have impacted, what would have happened to their lives? You know, I, I think about a lot of these things when during this time, because I'm alone a lot. Um, so I think about a lot of stuff and it's like, I, I've been just having a chance to, you know, reevaluate some things and be grateful for a lot of things. You know, a lot of people, they don't understand your journey. They just see your now. 
and they don't know what you had to go through to get to your now. And I'm glad I don't look like what I've been through. And I thank God that my journey didn't take me out because some people don't make it through their journey. You know, I, I, I thank God that, you know, I made it through those things. It was by his grace and his mercy that I survived and is here to share my story. And I just want to be able to, I guess, help other people find that, that thing that will spark their purpose and allow them to live that purpose that God has placed you here for. Because he's placed us all here with a purpose, no matter where we are in our life right now. You know, a lot of us have that what if question, you know, and some of us have more than one if question, you know, but I just want to encourage someone today um, to let them know that no matter where they are, it is never too late. It is never too late to discover that thing that really makes you want to get up in the morning, that makes you drive, that makes a smile on your face, because during this pandemic, you know, a lot of people have been feeling a lot of different ways and just going through a lot of different things, emotional and all different types of ways. But I tell you, I felt like this has been one of the best seasons for me in a long, long time. You know, when I tell people I just come back to Facebook, I just come back to social media in January, they're like, where you been? You just came back in January? Where you been? I was, I was not on social media for a whole year. Um, some things took place in my life. Um, life happens, but we have to learn how to not let life stop us from living because we can't change the things that has happened. All we can do is live in the now. We can focus on the now. We can't focus on tomorrow because he told us tomorrow will take care of itself. You know what I'm saying? So we can't worry about tomorrow. Even though we want to plan for tomorrow and we want to make things happen for tomorrow, we, we, we just can't focus on it. It's okay to plan ahead, but we can't put our focus on that. We have to put our focus on that that's taking place right now. So I often ask people, what are you doing now to affect the people around you, to affect your community, to affect, yeah, to affect your, your legacy, the things that people are going to remember you by? So that's a lot of the reason why I became an author, because I wanted to, I guess, be a voice for those that think they didn't have a voice so that they can see that they have, they have a voice. Because if you look at me, I'm a, I'm a country girl from a farm. I grew up on a farm. Um, my family has like in South Carolina, in a place that people probably never heard of, level land, South Carolina. So now that I look back over my life, you know, I think about, I never thought that I would be doing a lot of the stuff that I'm doing, especially from the background that I come from and the milestones that I've made in my life, even though I didn't reach a lot of the things that I wanted to do in the route. I, I look at it like this. Maybe that's not the plan that God had for me. That's the plan that I had for me. So I had to step back and I had to realize that, you know, sometimes I have to move out of my way and let. God move and let God work and allow him to lead me and do his plan, not my plan, because I've messed up too long. I, I've messed up for over 40 something years and I don't want to mess up no more. I want to enjoy the rest of these years. I this episode is sponsored by Focus Media Group, founded by Jacquera. We focus on the social media of entrepreneurs so they don't have to. We understand the frustration of the ever-changing algorithm. Let us help you with your Instagram growth, business strategy, or branded services. 
Visit focusmediagroup.com to learn more. That's focus with a PH. P H O C U S E D mediagroup.com. I've picked up a few of my gems, a few gems that I feel like my audience probably also picked up on. One is it's, it's not yours, your plan, it's God's plan. And two is definitely. Um, once you know what you are good at, outsource the rest of it. And then I think the third thing that I also picked up on was the fact that people are on and off social media will know uh, just the ice, the tip of the iceberg of your story, but don't know the rest of it. Even if they grew up with you, even if you know they just met you or they've known you since uh, you started, you know, that one specific project. So people know you, but don't know you. So those were a lot of great, great tips that I can definitely agree with and attest to. And I definitely thank you also for um, including the opportunity to also have me uh, feature my story. It made it very easy as well, because I know there are a lot of authors who are, you know, not tech savvy, and they need something to be able to adjust to these times of we're going to be using technology a lot more and had it not been for technology, despite, I feel like I do have some ties in South Carolina, but despite technology, we, you know, we're connected in that way. And um, so also rewind a little bit and tell us what really helped you to start Aspiring Authors Magazine. So we know that you started, we know that you wanted to help to encourage other authors to tell their story, but why did you start? Maybe rewind to, uh, maybe what inspired you from your story to start the match? I wanted to provide an opportunity for um, authors to get in front of other authors and other people in different places all over the world. So I wanted to do something that would be an avenue that could reach people with us not actually having to be there. You know, people often say, they're looking for exposure. So I wanted to provide an opportunity and a platform for them to get exposure and for them to voice their, um, their voice. So that's, that was the main reason behind creating Aspiring Authors um, Magazine. Okay, perfect. And now where can we find more about you, more about your story online? So I am um, an author of now 13 books um, and each one of my books, um, I have not did my autobiography yet. Um, and I, um, I share different bits and pieces of my journey and the different collaboration projects that I do. Um, I've actually um, have done 13 different um, collaboration projects. So in these different projects, I've shared my journey. Um, all of my books are listed on Amazon, um, or you can um, check me out on our um, authors, um, well, our magazine's website. I am also, I'm on the website um, because I am the founder. So you can go onto the founder's link and you can find out just a little bit about me, but I'm on Facebook. Um, that's where you can find all about me. Um, you can take a journey through my life um, through the pictures um, since I created um, ALAC and Aspiring Authors Magazine. I love to take pictures. Um, I love to um, do videos. So you will see a lot of videos and a lot of pictures that capture um, things that we've done um, since the creation of ALAC and Aspiring Authors Magazine. Now, rewind a little bit. What does AALAC stand for? 
So AALAC is the African-American Author Literacy Awareness Campaign, um, bringing awareness to African-American authors all over the world. Um, that's what um, this beautiful list is. And for those who are listening in, she's got a great setup of, of banners with her logo and the acronym, and she got the whole branding thing going on. She got a shirt on for promoting. So she definitely had narrowed down that aspect of marketing, of being able to toot your own horn and being able to market yourself, which I feel like is is definitely something uh, most people have to learn. I mean, I, as a photographer first, I literally had to teach myself um, marketing because I started photography when Facebook pages were literally just starting out. So um, what other tips do you have for those who um, want to, I like to rewind a little bit and talk about collaboration projects. Now those are the projects where another author had their book but doesn't want to basically do it themselves, right? So yeah, this is what, okay, let me show you some of my projects. So I have, um, let me see, I actually have my last project that I did. So be sure that for those who are listening in, be sure to definitely watch this video on our YouTube and on our Facebook. And if you okay. are watching on YouTube or Facebook, definitely be sure to share this video. All right, so let's see what we got. So this is a devotional um, that I did uh, with 10 other women. Um, it's called The Sisterhood of um, the Traveling Prayers. And it's a devotional that um, encourages um, individuals to develop a prayer life. And um, we share um, our testimonies and we share um, our journey um, into um, discovering um, our purpose um, and how prayer has been a part of our life and um, how prayer has made a difference in our life. So we have, um, it's 11 of us in this book. Perfect, perfect. I love that. And so there's so, so many books out there that at least give people the opportunity to write, even if they don't know where to start, don't know how to start. But what are your tips for those who want to start, but they just they want to start writing, want to start telling a story, but they're stuck. So what would you give, what are three tips you would give to that aspiring Everybody has a story. Yeah, everybody may be writing. But everybody has a different story and everybody's story can affect people in a different way and we can relate in a different way. So don't think that your story does not matter. Don't think that your voice do not matter because it does. And you don't know who your story could affect. So I encourage you to journal in your, in your personal time, write things down. Just, it does not matter. Just write it down. You can go back later. And I, I've had people say they just journal, 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 and just turned it over to the editors and then allowed the editors to put it together and then they published it. So just write and go back and read and write. I was, I just get it down on paper. Um, I'm always available because I love to help. Um, if, if you're interested in, in getting self-publishing yourself, I can show you how to self-publish yourself. Or if you want to hook up with somebody that published, I can put you on the road to help you find the right publisher um, for you. Because there are a lot of different um, people out there that are um, publishing and helping people um, publish their books. And they do it with a passion. Um, there's Christian book publishers. I mean, just whatever you, whatever you want to do. But your voice does matter. Never think that your voice do not matter. Because I'm going to tell you, you wouldn't think that 
just a couple of years ago that I would not be on here talking like this because I, I wouldn't have been doing this. I wouldn't have had, I, because number one, I never thought I would be an author. That's something that never crossed my mind. When I started the program with the children and I used to come on Facebook all the time and post on Facebook, this lady saw me from Texas and she saw what I was doing and she saw that um, because of that program and we wanted to do the program different, I was asking people to come in and do workshops. So she saw me. She reached out to me and asked me to be a part of a collaboration. That was my first time ever publishing a book. A collaboration started me off writing. So don't think that your voice do not matter. I told her, I said, I've never wrote before. I don't know what to do. And she told me to write, just write. She said, write from the heart. She said, whatever's laid on your heart, she said, write it. I wrote, I sent it to her. I was thinking she was going to send it back and say, oh, we got to do all this. We got to do all this. We got to correct this. You got to change. She told me it was perfect. And that was my start. That gave me a voice that made me feel like once I did that first book, I hadn't been able to stop. It's just like, <laughs> I keep saying I ain't gonna write no more books. But every time you turn around, somebody's doing a collaboration project and I got to share my story. I don't care if I share my story a thousand times. Somebody needs to hear it. Somebody needs to know that they do have purpose. Somebody needs to know that they are a queen and they need to discover that queen in them. Somebody needs to know that they're not in this alone. They need to know that they do matter and that suicide is not an option. Somebody that's going through domestic violence need to know that they need to get out, that their life is valuable, that they are indefinable, that they have worth, that no one can put value on. I encourage them to write. I encourage them to journal. I encourage them to reach out. If, if you know you have a voice and you don't know, there's so many people on social media that can lead you in the right direction, even if they can't do it themselves. And we got to learn how to get our voice out because we never know who life we may affect. I'm saying just because we came together today, you never know who may tune in and hear our conversation. So I'm thankful. I, I, I thank God for every opportunity that I get to be able to come on somebody's platform and be able to share and be able to touch somebody's life because I just want them to be educated, empowered, and encouraged. Absolutely. That's the power of social media, the great thing about social media. And um, let's definitely keep the conversation going, the, con the connection going, because like you say, us queens need to be able to work together and enjoy uh, growing together because it's challenging, definitely challenging. So thank you so much for being on the Living Legacy podcast. It has been an amazing conversation and I'm so glad to be able to hear your story and I know others will definitely be impacted and inspired by it. So thank you, Angela. Thank you for listening to the Living Legacy podcast. Be sure to subscribe, follow, and download so you don't miss the next episode. If you want to learn more, you can visit ZakiraNayar.com. That's Z-A-A-K-I-R-A-H-N-A-Y-Y-A-R.com. Do you have any suggestions on a topic you want to be talked about? Send me an email or leave them in a review. If you love this episode, be sure to share it with your friends.